Welcome back to Intellect Sports. I'm your host, Tyson. Um, I've been gone for a little while. Uh, I recorded last, I think it was about a year ago to the date, roughly, around the draft last year. Um, so we're back. I don't want to talk too much about why I was gone. I just want to get into it today. I'm feeling energized, rejuvenated to get going. I'll have more episodes for everyone to listen to coming up within the next week. Uh, today's a good one. I want to talk about uh, all the trades that happened in the NFL. It's been it's been nuts. A little crazy, to be honest. Um, well, let's jump right into it. I'll start with the, the lower the lower tier trades. I'll talk about how I feel they impact the new team that they've been traded to, how they got the trade done, what do I think of the trade, etc., all that stuff. So I guess I'll start with the lower end type of trades. So like we'll go with we'll go with Carson Wentz to the Commanders, new Commanders. Uh for me it's uh I don't really know what to make of Carson Wentz anymore. He uh he doesn't really doesn't really show me much within uh the last few years. He had that good season with the the Eagles. Then he got injured. The rest was history. So I don't really know what he uh what he can do I guess from Washington's standpoint it's uh it's a no risk a low risk reward high reward type of situation um I mean he's got some weapons not that he didn't have weapons with the Colts but I don't know it'll be interesting to see how he does I think personally that he's finished that's just my opinion but hopefully he can prove us wrong because he was the number two overall pick so I'm hoping that he could do well. And from the Colts standpoint, well, they got rid of him. They acquired Matt Ryan. Obviously, a big upgrade. Um, Matt Ryan gives them that guy that can push the ball down the field. He doesn't create too many turnovers. He doesn't do these ill-advised plays where he's trying to be a hero. He'll hit the guy when he's open, make the right plays. Throw TD passes, low interceptions, hand the ball, check out of runs, all that type of stuff. So from the Colts' perspective, you get rid of Wentz, you bring in Matt Ryan. You have to pay a price, obviously, but to me it was worth it for them, and they have a great roster. I do think they still have a few holes that they got to fill. We'll see what they do come draft time and the rest of free agency up until the beginning of training camp. And yeah, so... The next trade, well, it's just a small one. Chase Winovich to the Browns. Mack Wilson to the Pats. Just one of those small trades. Goes under the radar sometimes, but you can always get an impact player. And Mack Wilson, you can, he can become a starter for you. He can be a rotational linebacker, however they view him. Patriots do well at developing players, so I think it's a good trade for their part. And Chase Winovich, well, it was just a numbers game for the outside linebacker spot. Browns get a rotational guy, could potentially fill in as a starter. Nothing too crazy there, honestly. Speaking of the Browns, they pull off they pull off their trade before the big trade. So we'll talk about Amari Cooper. Obviously Dallas, I'm not really sure why they wanted to get rid of him. They got rid of him. Decided to pay Michael Gallup 
and they thought they could bring Cedric Wilson back. He leaves to Miami. So then they, they're stuck with a, um, C.D. Lamb and Gallup coming off an ACL. They trade Amari Cooper to the Browns. From the Browns' standpoint, they're laughing because if we get a Pro Bowl receiver for, I think it, I believe it was a second-round pick and a few other things. But um, from Dallas' perspective, I don't, I don't get the. I know it was a high cap hit. There's always ways to make it work. Honestly, if you really wanted him there, he would still be a Cowboy. So, from Dallas' standpoint, I didn't like the trade. For the Browns, well, to me it was a home run. Like, they're they got their number one now, which leads us to believe that Deshaun Watson, who got traded there in the huge blockbuster trade, will have his number one to throw to. They can add around Amari Cooper. They'll be a solid receiving core. They still have a good run game. So for sure, to me, Browns definitely won that trade. Um, let's talk about the other trade. Deshaun Watson for umpteen amount of picks. Crazy, crazy trade. Um, yeah, this was brewing for for months. Then it led to weeks coming close to the... Uh, to all his lawsuits and everything. Uh, obviously everyone knows by now he was down to four teams. He initially eliminated the Browns, which I was like, okay, well, because I'm a Buccaneers fan, I was like, uh, well, he's coming to the division. So I might as well gear up now because he'll be on one of the three teams. So then I was narrowing my, uh, my thought process down to, okay, well, he'll be a Saint or he'll be a Falcon. Preferably, I'd rather him be a Falcon than a Saint because I don't like the Saints, but that's neither here nor there. Whatever. Time comes. Bang, he chooses the Browns. Now, when I tell you, I was looking at my phone in shock. Like, I was just so surprised that he initially ruled out the Browns, then the Browns out of nowhere. Bang, that's the team I want to play for. So now looking at it from a Cleveland Browns standpoint, it's completely different now. You were prepared to trade Baker because now he wants a trade because his his name is being thrown around. He doesn't want to be there. Deshaun Watson has already ruled you guys out. Now you're kind of in no man's land. Not really sure what to do at QB. Bang, he picks you. So... And then on top of it, you give him a huge, huge contract, which contract, that's a, that's a little tough. That's a, that's a big one. That's, yeah, that's a lot of guaranteed money for a guy who's missed the whole year and has all these cases over his head. I don't, I'm not saying he's innocent nor he's not innocent, but um, that's a lot of money, a lot of guaranteed money, so it's tough. Um, but in terms of on the field, to me, he's one of my favorite football players not with all the other stuff just as a pure quarterback he's one of my favorites if Brady didn't return to the Bucks, I was really hoping that we could have gotten him I was I was really hoping that would uh, that would have transpired but we'll never know now because Brady came back and the Bucks thing is over with there but in terms of guaranteed money, I've seen a lot of teams say this is tough now for the QB market going forward. 
Lamar has a deal coming up. Joe Burrow eventually. Justin Herbert. Uh, even Tua Tagovailoa if he performs well. These guys all have big QB contracts coming up. So it'll be interesting to see how Deshaun Watson's contract affects all these guys. Speaking of QBs, let's go on to another trade. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. This move was... Um, I'm not really sure how I felt about it. Obviously, I know a lot of Seahawks fans. It killed them to see this. But I think the, the writing was on the wall. Last year, he named a few teams he didn't want. Uh, he did want, sorry, that he would go to. Then he said, you know, our relationship is good with Pete Carroll. Um, then ultimately, he played out the year. Did pretty well. You know, did what he could. He got injured. Um, then, boom, traded to the Denver Broncos. A young, upcoming team. Just that missing piece. They didn't have that. QB. So the trade was uh, Russell Wilson for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and multiple picks. Uh, from from a Seahawks perspective, I guess they they seem to have blamed Russ kind of in their statements, saying, "Oh, Russ wanted this, Russ this, Russ that." I feel it hard to believe that it was completely on Russ. I felt that it was Pete Carroll's way or the highway type of situation. So it was like. Either we run offense this way, that's the way it's staying, or you could go type of thing. They wouldn't say that, but if you read between the lines in all the Seahawks statements, that's, that's the kind of feeling I got from it. So from the Broncos, well, you get a future Hall of Fame QB. Still in his, I wouldn't say his prime, but he's still in the QB prime, if you understand what I mean. Like he's only 32, 33, I believe. He still has tons of football left, and he's still very capable of winning big games and in that division, which is loaded. Uh, for Seahawks to acquire Drew Locke, okay, you have a little bit of a placeholder, whatever. He's not he's nothing special to me. He's not something I'm going to write home about. Noah Fant, good tight end, good athletic player. I like that pickup of Noah Fant. I think that was the, I think that was the best part of the deal, and Shelby Harris to get a you know, a good, solid defensive lineman. But for the Seahawks, you got to hit on these picks. That's that's the biggest thing coming from this trade, I feel. If you don't hit on these picks, you got the ninth overall pick now. you got to hit. Whether it's you take a QB at 9, or if you don't feel like taking a QB at 9, you take the best defensive or offensive tackle available. You, you can't mess these up. Seahawks have... Haven't drafted great lately. No shot at them, but it's just the truth. They got to hit on these picks. Because if you don't hit on these picks, that trade will go down as, as a bad, bad one for the franchise. And Seahawks fans will be extremely, extremely disappointed. So honestly, I think it's a leap of faith. But at the ninth pick, I think you got to take Malik Willis if he's there. At least this gives you... Something to work with. Yeah, he doesn't have to start right away. You can go through this year with Drew Locke. Fine. That's fine. Let Malik Willis build. Get him him get him some packages, some run plays, some RPOs, some read options. Next year. He's had a whole year to develop. 
and bang, you throw him out there, and he just makes plays. Hopefully, Lockett, DK are still in place. You got Noah Fant now. You brought back Will Disley. You have your running back Penny. If he stays healthy, could be solid. I still think they should draft a second running back. I'm not sure if Carson's under contract, but he's always injured, so. And that's that's my take for the Broncos. Like I mentioned, you get a great QB with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, KJ Hamler, Javante Williams. The other tight end they had, Noah Igbenogany. Yeah, I said that. Um, in a loaded division, so this this is going to be an arms race in that in that that West division in the AFC. Uh, let's move on to the trades. Let's uh, okay, I covered that. Okay, we'll talk about my Bucks quickly. We just uh, so we lost Alex Kappa. He signed with the Bengals. I love the pickup, getting Shaq Mason from the Patriots for a fifth round pick. To me, that's a steal for a guard. I feel like we upgraded. To be honest, I feel like Shaq Mason is an upgrade over Alex Kappa. Um, he'll plug and play starter right away. And um, now we don't have dire needs for double guards in the draft. So I'm more confident going into the draft that we don't have to draft by necessity. We can draft the best player available, which to me is always the better way to go. Um, yeah, and that's it for that trade. Um, another big one. Speaking of the AFC West before, Khalil Mack over to the Chargers. For picks as well. Another big move. Not a first round pick though. I believe it was a second. So from the Chargers point. Well. Excellent trade. You pair him up with Joey Bosa. And you just flip and flop them on each side. Whatever. You can put them on both sides. You can put one on the other side. One on the other. Which is probably what they'll do. And you just tell them to go to work. And Joey Bosa is such a power rusher he's got finesse and then you got Khalil Mack speed quickness uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem that's for sure for sure and for the Bears obviously they have a new new GM it's a tough move to move off from Khalil Mack but I guess for them they feel that for them to exceed and to to move on they have to get rid of the cap hit they love the player obviously but sometimes it's money but I don't think this was like a bad breakup type of thing like compared to the Cowboys. So it was a bit different for me. Um, I think obviously, well, the Chargers, they they love the move. Now they're just adding to the defense, which was an issue last year. So to work they go. Um, so another small trade, Texans acquired Blake Cashman. Nothing too crazy. Rotational linebacker. Won't talk anymore about that. Uh, Raiders acquired Rocky Sin for Yannick Ngakwe. Just a one-for-one -one deal. So Raiders get a corner. Physical corner. Can play inside, outside. Good tackler. They need a depth at corner. Especially losing... I think they lost Averitt. Not Averitt. They lost... Um, I forgot his name. Anyways, he had some legal issues. Damon Arnett. That's it. Um, they got their, their guy Hobbs. He also had a DUI, I believe. So they needed some depth. And obviously Colts got a huge signing with Chandler Jones. So they had to move over Yannick Ngakwe, which, which they did. 
And for the Colts, he reunites with uh, his old defensive coordinator. And he'll fit right in there with Quiddy Pay and DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard on that Colts defense. So it's a solid, solid trade for both sides, really. Nothing too crazy. I think it was a good move. But let's talk about the Raiders again. They acquired probably one of the biggest fish of the the, the trades this offseason. Devontae Adams, which is one that, um, yeah, I didn't see this coming one bit a couple, a couple weeks ago. Closer, closer up to the date, I still didn't really see it coming. Once Aaron Rodgers said he would come back, I, uh, I thought, okay, well, they're going to run it back in the NFC and try and be competent, get maybe get him uh, a weapon to go with Devontae Adams. But I didn't see I didn't see the trade happening. It was it was a shock to me. Um, I don't really get it. I guess this was I heard that this was more Devontae Adams saying, you know, it's been my lifelong dream to play for the Raiders, and that's I guess that's what he got. He got his wish to go play with his good friend Derek Carr. He has a house in Vegas, from what I heard. Uh, it was it's definitely a tough one if you're a Packers fan. Definitely, definitely a tough one. Um, the Packers, again, just like the the Seahawks, the Packers got a hit on these draft picks. Because if they don't, Rodgers' window is, just, is getting small. It's getting very small. They lost Marquez Valdez-Scanling as well. So right now they got Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, which is not even good for 32 teams. I wouldn't take those two, honestly. Um, they got to draft receivers. They have no choice. Like, if you got to reach and take a, a guy like maybe Sky Moore or Christian Watson in the draft early in the first, like, earlier than they're projected, you got to. I think you have to double up because you throw at Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who's pretty much done, yeah, you're not scoring a lot of points. Whether you have Aaron Rodgers or not, I don't believe that's good enough to even uh, to compete, really. Uh, so for the Raiders, well, home run. You get Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers of all time. And you put him in an offense with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. And even Brian Edwards has some good flashes. Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. I believe they signed Brandon Boston. Not Brandon Boston, Brandon Bolden, sorry. It's all. It all comes down to Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr. How are they going to spread this ball enough so that everyone can eat? You got Derek Carr, who's you know, he's a good QB. I've never found him excellent, but I've always found him good. Consistently good, which for them is good enough. Um, he'll win you games. He'll definitely, he definitely won't lose you games, but he won't make those over-the-top plays. But... Never know, maybe he can have a huge breakout season, and I'm looking forward to it, honestly. It'll be definitely weird seeing, uh, watching Packer games and not throwing to Devontae Adams one-yard slants or fades every three plays. I'll definitely miss that, to be honest. Um, crazy, crazy trade. Uh, then the, uh, well, so the Browns, back to the Browns again. Sorry, quickly, I'm just going through these. Uh, the Browns shipped out um, their backup QB, which was Case Keenum. They sent him to the Bills because Bills lost Trubisky. So Case Keenum will back up Josh Allen. That was the trade that went down. And 
the the Browns signed uh, Jacoby Brissett, so nothing crazy. Um, I already spoke about the Colts. Oh, the Titans are acquiring Robert Woods. So coming off an ACL for the Titans, my good friend's a Titans fan. They desperately needed another wideout. The Julio experiment was an experiment. He was injured with a hamstring every second week. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and say, yeah, it didn't work. And that's what happened with Julio. So they acquired Robert Woods from the Rams. I'm sure the Rams didn't want to move him, but they, they kind of had to. You know, they got Cooper Cup. They signed Allen Robinson. I think they want to bring back Odell. I'm not sure, but he'll only be ready by November. Cap hit was a little, little high. And they just they felt they had to move him. I'm glad he went to Tennessee, you know. He can be that slot guy down the middle and do it, do it. Robert Woods has always done. One of the most underrated receivers I find in the league. I like to watch him quite often. He torched my bucks many times with the Rams, so I'm glad I won't have to see him with the Rams. That's for sure. Um, then the other big one, the... Tyree Kill to Miami Dolphins trade, which I I still I I don't get it to me. It, it's still a head scratcher to me. I don't understand how you could move on from Tyreek. Unless this was driven by him saying he wanted to move off from that. It doesn't make any sense to me. So the way I look at it from the Chiefs point of view is Okay, we get rid of a big cap hit. And that's that's really it. It's just the cap hit. It's just money numbers. From the Dolphins, well, they're laughing. They're like, okay, whatever. We'll take Tyreek Hill. No problem. You don't want him? We'll take him, which is what many other teams would probably say. We'll take him, and we'll have a track team at wide receiver. But for, for the Chiefs, it, it's, it's, it's very strange for me because Orlando Brown, their tackle, they they put they put the franchise tag on him, which is a huge cap hit. So if I if I was looking at it this way, I would I would have let Orlando Brown walk. You know what? I know it's hard to find left tackles, but it's definitely easier to find good tackles than to replace a Tyree Kill, which you can't replace him. So for me, I feel you gotta let Brown walk. Find a tackle in the draft. It's a pretty deep draft at offensive tackle. Even if you don't, you find a manageable situation at tackle. Maybe you move your right tackle to left or whatever. You could figure it out. What you can do is replace Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you can have McCole Hartman. He's not Tyreek Hill. Yeah, maybe they run the same. He's not Tyreek Hill. He's not game speed, fat. Like it's He's not that type of athlete so now it'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs move on from this Andy Reid's a great coach he'll f I know he'll figure it out but Mahomes and Tyree Kill connection was just such a dynamic dynamic duo what and you throw in Kelsey in there it was just an unstoppable trio I mean Buck stopped him in the Super Bowl but you know it is what it is but aside from that unstoppable trio and you just you just traded him away like ah, i'd be hurting more uh, that one's tough i really don't get it but miami 
Miami's laughing. This is a big year for Tua. He's got Waddle. He's got all kinds of running backs now. They signed Cedric Wilson. And now they got Tyree Kill. So there is literally no reason for Tua to fail. It'll all be on him. And actually, we got a trade today, which was the Dolphins. Speaking of the Dolphins, they trade Devontae Parker to the New England Patriots. Um, well, obviously they signed, like I said, they signed Cedric Wilson. They got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. It's a numbers game now. You kind of run out of space to uh, to really get Devontae Parker in your offense. So for the Patriots, good trade. I think it was a third-round pick, if I check again. I believe it was a third. Yeah, third-round pick for Devontae Parker. Solid player. He struggled to stay healthy, which is always unfortunate at the wide receiver position. Um, but at least he gives them that big body receiver. They got, you know, they got some, they got something going over there. Patriots. I'm not sure which direction they're going in. Whether they want to be a run heavy team or a pass heavy team, but maybe a good balance. Maybe change it up a bit. Who knows? Never know what's going on with them, but we will have to wait and see about Devontae Parker. Uh, I think that wraps up all the trades. Let me just check over again in my notes here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was all the trades I covered. Uh, so I just want to get in. I'm just going to finish off here with a few huge signings that uh, I think will have huge impacts. Obviously, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers, uh, especially in that division. Um, great signing. They'll have to. They'll have to um, definitely play a lot of coverage because I think they'll be leading a lot because their offense is going to be on fire. So they're going to have to cover guys throwing 50, 60 passes a game potentially. And JC, one of the good lockdown corners, young in our league. Uh, just yesterday or the day before, actually, I think Bobby Wagner to the Rams. Yeah. That's a heavy one. That defense is nuts. You got Aaron Donald at the front level. D-line. You still have Leonard Floyd, who's a very solid, underrated player. Now you got Bobby Wagner, who... Just... Future Hall of Fame linebacker. Then you got Jalen Ramsey. I still think they're a little weak at safety. But... They're good. They're also good at developing players. Then we got, uh, let me think about the other signings we have here. Um, well, obviously Joe Burrow got some got some linemen. That was a big. That was big. They signed Alex Kappa. They got um, a few other guys too. I can't remember. I think they got Ted Karras. Um, yeah, that was a big move for them. They needed to. Uh, protect Joe Burrow we all saw in the Super Bowl how that ended unfortunately I was rooting for the Bengals and Joey Burr but uh, they decided to go all in on the offensive line and um, oh another huge one Vaughn Miller signing a six-year deal at uh, at 120 million with the Bills at 30 I think he's 33 now so six years, he'll be 39. 
the way I see it is this contract won't be played full out. They make it a six year so that the money could work. I think they're expecting maybe three prime years of Von Miller, hopefully. And then the other three, well, if they if he could stay, if he does stay on the team, well, they still have him. But I think it's more of a short-term deal, but long, longer because of the money. I know they could put void years. Some teams don't like to do that. So they'll just make it a longer contract. That way the money could work. Cap it works each year. Uh, let's look through a few other uh, few other signings that were massive. Oh, well, I, I think I mentioned earlier Chandler Jones signing with the Raiders. I was hoping we could get him, but, you know, that's China, the Buccaneers. That's, uh, that's being greedy. Obviously, we didn't have the money for him. Um, huge, huge move to pair him up with Max Crosby. Two very, um, I think they're very different rushers. But they're also very similar, which doesn't really make sense. But they both have a lot of power, a lot of finesse. Crosby is emerging. He was actually the Pro Bowl MVP. Not that that matters too much. But um, big, big signing for the uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. And um, the rest, well, most of them were a lot of good depth signings. Um my bucks i think we, yeah we signed russell gage i liked the deal a lot we needed that 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 other option once ab went to decided to leave metlife and we saw in the playoffs we lost godwin we literally had mike evans and gronk out there with a bunch of other guys so i think it's important that we uh we signed russell gage whether godwin will be ready or not uh, at least he gives us, you know, that mix of inside out. He can run good routes, so I like that signing. And um, that's pretty much it. I'm glad we re-signed um, our center. And uh, I think that's it. I'll wrap it up there. Um, stay tuned on the channel. On the yeah, on on the podcast, we'll talk uh, more about some NBA news. Um, the next episode, hopefully, we'll see what the Lakers do. I'm not sure what what's even going on over there, but we'll see if they made the play-in. If not, well, it's pretty much wraps now anyways, but uh, we'll talk more leading up to the draft, all kinds of topics. So thank you if you made it this far for listening, and um, stay tuned for more. I'm glad to be back, feeling rejuvenated, energized, ready to go. Got a new setup, and uh, that's it. Thank you. Peace.